Welcome everybody to Halfway to Heroes episode like 15, I think. Uh, 15-ish. Yeah, 15-ish. We're getting up there, so we probably won't keep track of the episode numbers here in the uh, intro any longer. But who wants to recap what happened in last week's episode? Or last episode? I think it's Merlin's turn. No, I didn't know it goes, man. Are we taking turns? Okay, I'll help out, but I need someone to jump in with me. Okay, so... All right, we got to we got to Ubo's like homeland. What's it called again? Estradu. Estradu. That's right. Yeah, we got to Estradu. Oh no! But the last episode, we were at the crossroads to the snow castle or his parents' house, and we went to his parents' house. That's right. Okay. So yeah. the whole thing was his parents' house. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. A lot of stuff yeah. happened. <laughs> we went to Ubo's parents' house and met his mom and dad. What we thought was his mom and dad. So his dad was acting real weird, calling him Ubi, and he's never been called Ubi before. He thought that was a little strange. And then they like separated us, put us all in different rooms, and made me like mesmerized by some tablet or something. I got attacked by some like electric net. I got hit with some darts. Yeah, you remember what finally uh, led you guys uh, down the path to figure out how to save them? I asked Floppy Joe what he knew. And he knew it. He knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> he knew it. He knew it. Good nice. old floppy Joe. Oh, I actually, we tried putting him in a tree like a fucking game camera or something like that. No, we found it. We found <laughs> it in the tree. Some, something happened and the, oh. and the branch fell off. Oh, there's remember. an orb. Wasn't there like a There was like an orb camera and Clyde just smashed that shit. He wasn't having any of that. <laughs> he didn't even try to figure <laughs> out where it came from. Fuck, fuck you, Sauron. <laughs> That's what he called it. He called it Baby Sauron. <laughs> Johnny's laughing at his own joke. He forgot. <laughs> they try to make nice, though. though. They uh, She made you some cornbread and some cookies. Which was fucking gross. Yeah, you guys weren't fans of the cookies. Was the cornbread good, though? Cornbread was good. No, it was dry. No, okay. <laughs> it was well, dry. All Trek, all Trek said it was dry until you guys dumped a bunch of honey and butter on it. Ubo's dad had a secret stash of cookies for like, I don't even know, like 10 years 40, old. 40. 40 years old. <laughs> uh, and it, we had to help him ditch them before his wife found <laughs> yeah, he's out. He's like, get rid of these cookies. He locked her in a porta potty outside <laughs> and tipped her over. <laughs> yeah, tipped her over. Oh yeah, then Klug, Klug, Klug had to clean him up. Fucking Klug almost ruined the surprise. Yeah, I mean that's that's the gist of it. Yeah, um, Klug finally did catch up with you all, and when we ended it, you all were actually like having a slumber party, and you were awoken early in the morning by Headmaster Wake. So we're gonna pick right back up from. Early morning, you all just had a long rest, so make sure you uh, mark that down on D&D Beyond so that you guys have all of your stuff. I may or may not have kept a few cookies, because I figured it'd be a good interrogation tool. Hey, I'll give you a cookie if you tell me what we have to do. <laughs> what was that tablet they were giving me? Yeah, it looked like a, like an iPad. Can I keep it? Um, it was one of those shit Amazon tablets. There goes our Amazon sponsorship. <laughs> Yeah, you could keep it, but like you, nobody smashed it or anything. Maybe if Clyde finds it, he's going to smash it, but at the moment, he's not. His parents actually, like by the time uh, Headmaster Wake wakes everybody in the living room up, his parents still are sleeping. Probably because you would think that maybe they haven't slept in days. So what do you all want to do in Ubo's parents' house? Uh, Ubo, you awake? Because you were not in the room when they, uh, Headmaster Wake woke them all up at 8.30. Mm, I'm awake. Okay, so you can kind of join them in the living room, and you all can kind of... Is Ubo wearing footy pajamas? Dang, it would be so cute if you were. It doesn't have a little... It has a little butt flap on the back and everything. Yeah, for my tail. <laughs> Does it go over your shell? Yeah, it covers everything. <laughs> 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 fucking huge. <laughs> Actually, there's a tail sock, too. <laughs> Keep your tail warm. What's the uh what's the pattern like? What are you rocking? It's rocket ships. I'm gonna wake up and make some breakfast. Okay, what kind of breakfast are we making? You're limited to jungle ingredients. And cookies. Uh snake I'm eggs. Gonna make some, I'm gonna make some dodo bird eggs. Okay. 
Are there jungle pigs? <laughs> Is there like raptors? Or Do a roll for jungle pig eggs. Pig, pig eggs. eggs. <laughs> I, I, I'm with the pig, <laughs> not eggs. Wild boars. Yeah, wild boars, boars that lay eggs. All right, what kind are of roll is that? Are we rolling for this still? I was gonna give you just like a like a percentage roll, like a D100. Dustin's favorite. That'd be cool, like a double whammy bacon egg, you know? I got eleven total. Four and a four. Wow. Forty four. Okay. So you fi- you you do find a rack of boar bacon. Uh, Clyde, what were you looking for? Any any kind of meat, really. Dinosaurs. Well, Altrex found, <laughs> found some boar bacon for you. Who's looking for the eggs? I guess I was. The dodo bird eggs. Yep, no dodo bird eggs. Sorry. No eggs. Uh, what? Wait, what'd you roll? I rolled an eight and a three. Oh, you okay, yeah, you got some. Yeah, you yeah. found some. I'm going to go out back and eat some poison ivy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think turtles do like that, so <laughs> go for it. You making it like a salad or are you just getting down and eating it? Just get down. <laughs> it's all covered in snow, by the way. Remember that. I just want to try bacon now that I have these new taste buds. Oh, I forgot about that. Is French toast a thing or would it be Madras toast? <laughs> <laughs> Stratu toast. Stratu toast. I'm going to make some uh, Estrada toast with some sugar and cinnamon. <laughs> Johnny, that was a really good geography joke, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I'm pitching it. I can't eat it. I can taste it now, though, but. Yeah. Okay. And there's also some leftover cornbread. Ugh. Yeah. Plug was sleeping outside, but he came in to. <laughs> we made him sleep outside. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't have any other place to sleep. All right, so you guys have a well-balanced breakfast, and it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. Finally, uh, Tito and Ortiz uh, wake up and uh, come out in their footy pajamas covering their big turtle backs. Uh, Clyde, Clyde, sweetheart. Oh, you didn't have to make all this breakfast for us. Oh, thank you so much. And then uh, Ortiz comes out rubbing her eyes. She says, uh, oh, I could really do with some Estrado toast. <laughs> and she just starts going to town on that Estrado toast. What are you boys up to tonight or today? Did we not tell them about the freaking snow castle? What's a snow? What snow No, castle? I'm asking you out of character. <laughs> no, you guys didn't mention the orb or anything, I don't think. We're on a mission to find an orb. We gotta, we gotta go to that big fancy castle across the way from you. I ain't, we ain't seen no fancy castle. Well, look with your eyeballs. It's just palm trees around us. We, we can't see past palm trees. Have you, have you not left your property? Why would we leave our property? We got everything we need right here. I mean, you don't, you don't need like, you don't need like general goods. From like nah, usually like the pigs just like come to us, and then we milk them and slaughter them. Milk the pixies, the the boars. We milk the boars. Um, the palm trees got some coconuts. Um, the cornbread trees are blossoming this time of year, so we don't have to go very far. Did you say the cornbread trees? I don't know how cornbread works, <laughs> but you make it. I mean, we just get it from the trees, the cornbread. No wonder. Well, we're on a mission to get this orb. It's not that far from you guys. Would you like to come with us? Oh, what? Why? No, man. <laughs> Why? Well, you guys should just stay here and rest. You've been through. You've been through quite a lot. I think. I think you should just kick back and relax now that you're back to your normal selves. I'll just try to be polite. I don't know. They'll slow us down. I. I, my my eyes are going, but my ears are still sturdy as a twelve year old. So I heard that, but I gotta agree. I think we'd slow y'all's down. Good, good going, Altrex. I just don't think it's a smart idea. Plus, it's dangerous because we don't know what we're gonna be going up against when we get over there. Uh, you don't have to sell us on staying here. I mean, <laughs> we wouldn't leave anyway. All right, all right. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go outside. Bye, sweetheart. <laughs> nice meeting you guys. <laughs> love you. <laughs> <laughs> love you. Love you too. 
<laughs> hey, uh, are you gonna finish that that boar bacon? Uh, yeah. Like all of it? Most of it. Well, okay. Well, whenever you're done, just slide it over here. I come back inside with a garbage bag full of poison ivy. <laughs> oh, you're the sweetest Ubo. Thank you. So how I've been oh, that sounds so good right now. Some snow covered poison ivy. Some wet, <laughs> sloppy poison ivy. Yes, please. Clyde is instantly itchy. <laughs> Put the uh poison ivy and snow in a blender. Make some slushies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You remembered, Ubo. It's your mama's favorite. Poison Ivy smoothies. Where's Clue Gat? Is he outside too? He's probably like sitting in the corner. He's like watching you all eat, waiting for some scraps. We can feed Clue. Well, I snuck outside. I'm still inside eating, man. His mom was trying to steal my bacon. Because I, I feed Clue too. I'm not... A horrible person, you know, like like all tracks. Uh, <laughs> you gonna like usher him out? Yeah. All right. So it's just Ubo and his parents left. Tita says, "Um, well, Ubo, I think this is probably gonna be goodbye. Are you gonna maybe stop by again sometime? Or it sounds like you all have some world saving to do, but." So, yeah, I'm sure I'll see you again soon, Mama. Dada? Mama, Dada? Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's Dada right now. Both but. of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Mama's down there slamming that poison ivy smoothie you made her, so. She loves slamming that shit. Hey, hey Dad, you want to give me a toot-toot before you go? <laughs> uh, you're going to let me do a toot-toot? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I remember... I remember exactly what a toot toot is. Let me just do it real quick. <laughs> what? What's a toot toot again? Do it. Do it <laughs> oh, it's you. You know, it's a toot toot. It's when I, uh, I, I uh, boop you on your snoot and then I smack you on your tail. <laughs> smack you on your toot. That's <laughs> a toot toot. You gotta say it. You gotta say it. All right, all right. Here it comes. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. I'm gonna try to get you. I'm going to try to get you. <laughs> toot, toot. <laughs> oh, toot, that, toot. That, that was a good toot, toot. That was a really good toot, toot. Hey, let me, if we're doing toot, toots, let me do a toot, 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 your mom says. I'm going to open and the door. <laughs> toot, toot. And uh, she gives you a toot, toot, too. Now, now you guys can always give me toot, toot. Urbo. Yeah. Ubo, we have to be going. Uh, you want to give me a toot toot, Merlin? <laughs> no, no, I don't know what that is. Come on. I'm going to sneak up and give Merlin a toot toot. I'm gone. <laughs> going towards the castle. Let's get out of here. <laughs> I jump on Steve. Do we still have so Steve? No. You don't have your pony, Steve, that you lost in Flanderdash. <laughs> We don't have anything. We just no, walk. You guys are on foot. Dang. Do, do we do we know anything about this orb or what it could do? Did anybody ask Professor Wake before we? Before I mean, we it's a snow orb, but you don't know exactly what it can do or anything. Does she know? Maybe. I I don't want to call her right now. Let's let's get there and then wait and get her. there first. Yeah. So you all uh, bid Uba's parents farewell and. The snow is still falling, so it's just crunching underneath your feet every step of the way towards the snow castle. And uh, eventually, you, uh, Ubo, still kind of taking point, just uh, hacking away at this brush. And about seven football fields later, you see this 60-foot-tall castle made entirely out of snow. It would be a pretty magnificent sight, except for... It's so lopsided and mismatched that uh, one of the towers in the front is almost touching the ground. It's so bent over. The top of the spire is almost hitting the ground. The other spire is only about half its height. Uh, Above the gate, scrawled uh, in the snow, is Ruck's Tower. No enter. 
Can I take a chunk out of the leaning tower and bring it down? I think whoever made this tower was drunk. <laughs> it looks like it. Yeah, push that tower. Push it over. Is it, is it safe to walk into? Are we, like, up to it already? Yeah, like, if you guys wanted to, you guys could just, like, walk up to it. I want to take my axe, and I want to take a big old chunk out of it. All right, I mean, just picture just like you're slicing an axe through heavily packed snow. I mean, your axe could obviously, like, cut straight through it. And I take a chunk out of it, hoping it falls over. Uh, So the leaning one, the one that's, like, yeah. almost touching the ground? Yeah, you, you slice the top of it, and it just, like, <laughs> splats to the ground. Wait, this is a little snow fort, not the giant snow castle? No, it's a snow castle. Like, it's big, but one of the towers is, like, leaning over so far that the top of the tower is, like, almost touching the ground. I'm like, damn, he already took down the whole castle. No, 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 no. (laughs) Like, he's, like, just, like, slashing parts of that top of that spire. Uh, But the, the gate itself is, like, made of ice. You guys, uh... I used to be friends with a Batiri goblin. Uh, his name was Rux. Maybe this is his castle. Was he friendly? Yeah, he was pretty cool. Can I can I chop through the ice? Is there a door where you could just go in? There's an ice gate. Yeah, like a big gate. Uh, the gate actually looks like cool and good, but like like I mentioned, like the castle itself is just like so shitty looking. He's a thief, so watch your belongings. Hmm. Let's let's go. Who's who's gonna lead the way? Let's just go. I think you should. Did we did we, did we bust down the gate or not yet? Uba, would you like to knock if it's your friend? Yeah, I'm just gonna yell. Hey Rex! Hey Rex! No response. All right, somebody bust the gate. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna axe that ice down. All right. He might be mad if we break his gate. Roll a open like it? an attack roll. Don't you just want to open it? Well, no one answered, man. We're just going to... If no one answers, you bust the door down? You don't just yeah. twist the doorknob? That's... Uh, there's no doorknob, man. People in the gate. I think there's a doorknob. Is there a knob of some sort? No, it's like a double door that you, like, push it, push in. There's some kind of knob or something. Can I push it? Yeah, you can push it. I'm just gonna While push Cl- it. Cl- Clyde goes up and he starts like axing down at this ice, and then Merlin goes and slides the ice door open. So it does open. Yeah, it does open. Yeah, Merlin opens it. You were like cutting into the ice, but then Merlin just goes and pushes it with one Whatever, finger. Dude. With one finger, and then it opens up, and it's like a big courtyard in the center of this ice castle. the The walls and the tall spires are all kind of surrounding it. There's what looks like like a main like palace in the middle of the castle where there's a another set of double doors that goes into like a little bit more intricate looking of a actual snow building snow castle are those doors ice as well those are ice as well i want to try to run through it you start to walk across the uh, courtyard towards these ice doors and you see uh collecting in the center of the snowy floor in the middle of this big courtyard you see spring up from the ground this eight foot tall shimmering muscles made of ice it looks like a goblin uh ubo this looks identical to rucks but with noticeably more handsome features like carved into its face i'm gonna take his legs out let's go ahead and roll initiative because this thing is holding this big ice club. 16 plus one. Nice going. Nice going, Clyde. A plus one. I got 18. You're welcome. 20. Nat 20. Ooh. I got 11. Clarification here. Is, is it Rux? Or? This is not Rux. This is like an eight foot tall ice elemental guardian. Uh, so I've got Ubo. Then... Snow rocks. To you, it looks just like rocks, but made entirely out of ice, 
and uh, like noticeably like more handsome. Like he doesn't have any of of Rux's like flaws on his face. I'm gonna just blast him with scorching ray. That's probably a good call. Yep. Okay. So you make three attack rolls for that, right? Yeah. So three attack rolls. A one, a nineteen, and a nine, plus seven. Okay. So two of them hit. The one misses. Okay. Yeah. So I got uh, eight damage. It just uh, yeah shoots the laser beams right out of my eyes. So you, I guess you have to keep your goggles on, right? Because it's like yeah. your goggles that does it. Yeah. I guess since you shoot like multiple beams, I guess it's like Morse code where there's like a pause between them, right? I I would imagine it would have to be like, I don't know, like multiple. No, it's in- instantaneous. It shoots both out, one out of each eye, and if if okay. if a third one hits. Well, no. So I shot all three. So <laughs> two come out of the left one and one comes out of the right goggle. <laughs> yeah, you feel like uh, as, that, as that hits into it, it should have probably done eight damage. But uh, you notice that it, its left arm starts to melt away a lot. So its left arm is now like just shriveled up, up to its elbow. You think that you probably did more than just eight damage to it. <laughs> Hey, hey, Ubo, can you cross your eyes and hit, hit, like, multiple people with that? Yeah, I just make a uh, kaleidoscope-looking <laughs> uh, vision, and then it hits, like, Oh, thousands. there you go. Oh, thousands of people. So, Rux is going to... He's going to reach down with both his hands into the ground, and he's going to pull out these two gnarly-looking icicles, and he's going to throw one at Ubo... Uh, so Ubo does a three plus eight hit you. No, not with your turtle shell. <laughs> uh, so you like just turn your back and the the icicle just smashes against your turtle shell. Merlin, that's bad. One of the icicles hits you square on for 18 points of piercing damage. Ooh, dang. That was Ouch. a nat 20. Now it is Altrex's turn. How uh, how far away is this thing from me? Uh, I've kind of got you guys all like at the gate at the moment, and then this thing is in the dead center, like 30 feet away. 30 feet away. So I can Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna run up towards him and I'm gonna cast Searing Smite. Okay. You hit a creature with your melee weapon attack, uh, and it causes your weapon to flare with white-hot intensity, and it deals an extra 1d6 fire damage to the target. And then every roll after, at the start of each of your turn, or his turn, he has to roll a constitution saving throw, and if he fails, he takes an additional 1d6 damage from fire. Okay. Nat 20. Ooh. Crit damage. Alright, we can't fuck this guy up too bad. Come on now. <laughs> so I got 2d6 damage. And then also the, the fire damage from Searing Smite. Right. So I got a I got a 3 and a 5 and a 4 for the third roll. So the 4 is going to be doubled. So 3, 5, and 8 then at that point is going to be 16. I'm swiping. I mean, this strike goes right across this dude's legs. Yeah, and you gotta think this whole this entire guy is made out of ice, not like snow or anything, but right. like solid ice. I'm taking his legs out. Yeah, you swipe across and just it doesn't like shatter his leg or completely like cut his leg off or anything like that, but he does just drop to one of his knees as you hit him. And you got another attack too though. I do have two attacks, I think. So you can't use another spell slot, but you can just do another like regular attack. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna Go right for the head. Is he down to where I can hit him in the head? Yeah, you could reach his head. Right, I'm gonna bash him right in the forehead. Yeah, he's only eight feet tall, so with him being on one knee, you can definitely reach him. I only got a four. Yeah, that's not gonna hit it. You uh, swipe at his head, but he ducks down below your blade. Uh, next up is Clyde. All right, I got two attacks. Yes, you do have two attacks, Clyde. My first attack, I'm gonna use my alchemy jug. Oh God. <laughs> I'm gonna make a quarter. I'm gonna make a quart of oil, and set him on fire. And I assume that would be an unarmed strike. So, what we could do is, it, like, this is gonna be like your whole like 
So you have two attacks if you do the actual like attack action, but this is like you doing like a, like a special thing, you know, like dousing him in oil. We could say that like your whole like attack turn would be dousing him in oil, and then what do you have? Do you have something that like a flint or something to cause the fire? Um, I have the adventuring gear backpack, which has. <clears throat> it's got uh, torches, but I, I would assume they're not lit. <laughs> they're always isn't lit. He, no. Isn't he already on fire from my attack? Oh, yeah, he actually is because now he makes rolls every turn. Yeah. Okay, Ooh. so we'll we'll have you douse him in oil, Clyde. And, yeah, and he's already got this burning from that searing strike. We'll say that you get to do... We'll do 2d6. But since, obviously, he's vulnerable to fire, you guys have kind of pieced together, it's actually going to it's gonna get doubled, whatever you roll. All right, so nine for, for the oil. So times two, 18. I didn't think you guys had so much fire damage. <laughs> <laughs> and then for my next attack, I'm just going to fucking great axe him. I rolled a 17 plus okay. seven. Okay, that hits, yeah. <laughs> I rolled a ten, so four, fourteen. I'm going for the. I'm going for the ice neck. You hack in and like take a big chunk out of that. This, this thing is made out of solid ice, so it's actually kind of hard as you uh, hit him in the neck with it. Might take a chunk out. Yeah, you take a nice chunk out, Merlin. You're looking like he's on his last icicle. <laughs> I mean, it's like he's like burning up, <laughs> melting up. I mean, you think he's probably got a little bit of fight left in him. Uh, I don't want to do anything big. I'm just going to do uh, Eldritch Blast. Okay. Roll for that. You can do two of those now, right? Yep. Good old Eldritch Blast. Okay, so I hit with that one. This one's questionable. Let me see. Seven plus eight. Does 15 hit? Just barely misses. Uh, so Ooh. I hit with one. So you take your, your your red ball of fire and your blue ball of fire, slam them together, shoot it at it, and how much Yeah, damage? it looks like fire, but it's actually force damage. Ten damage. You blast it right in the chest, and it stumbles backwards. And it's yeah, actually, it pushes them ten feet back. Okay, so it actually stumbles backwards ten feet away from Clyde and uh, Altrax and lands on its butt. Ubo's turn. I'm going to firebolt him. So that's your fire boomerang, right? That's right. Roll it. So, I got a 22 total. Well, yeah, that's going to hit. All right, all right. That ain't a boomerang. This is a boomerang. <laughs> and that's 10 damage. So, 20 damage. Man, you guys got too much fire stuff. Where were you aiming fire for that? power for his neck. Again, you slice into that neck where Clyde uh, took that big chunk out. And as the boomerang hits it and, like, the fire, like, spreads, it's melting away the other side of his neck. Between the melted portion of his neck and the chopped away portion of his neck, uh, like, his head's just barely hanging on by a thread, like, in the center of it. It's teetering. (laughs) It's his turn now. Make a constitution save. He ain't got nothing for us. What'd you roll? A two! Oh, yeah. <laughs> now hold on, wait. He might have like a plus thirty constitution. He got plus five, seven. Nope. Barely attack safe constitution thirteen. You lose. He takes an extra one d six damage, which is a four. So actually eight because it's fire, right? Right. Yep. Oh. Well, uh, he runs up to Altrex and Clyde. Gets back into range after he stands up and runs ten feet towards you all. And he's going to make two... Uh, just he don't want to do that. He don't want to. Big icy fist slams against both of you. So for Clyde, it was a five plus an eight. That fucking hits. What? I don't think you've... I don't think we have your... My armor class is 13. Okay, we'll have to look into that because it should be like 10 plus your constitution plus your dex. Oh no, my constitu my constitution is plus two, my dex is plus one. Okay, then that's pr- yep, that's why. Okay. That'll do it. That'll do Who it. Who built so, that uh, damn Clyde- character? <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, Clyde, he smashes down into you for 13 bludgeoning damage. Um, all tracks, 10 plus 8. 21. Jesus. That's really high. You raise up your shield, and it, his, his ice fist just slams against it. Very lightly. Ting. Next up is Altrex, but Altrex, real quick, while he's up on you, make a... Oh, wait, no. Any creature that starts within 20 feet of him, you're going to take 7 cold damage. As he's uh, giving off this aura of frost, and he's, like, freezing up your circuits. Does a robot take cold damage? Oh, yeah. I'm only resistant to poison and disease. You don't want your yeah. pooter getting cold. Now you do. Not too cold. Seven points of damage. Yeah, this big ice thing, like his head's hanging on by a thread. He looks... If he swung at me and he hit my shield, but he's standing back up, right? So he's like eight feet tall. Yeah. I don't know how tall I am. You're like seven feet. All right, so I can reach it. So I'm like I'm picturing this. As soon as he hits my shield and I block it, I do a spin around back and I, I'm shooting right for his neck again. Okay. Right off the rib. And I rolled a 15. If you rolled a 15, you're going to hit him. Okay, so I rolled a 15. A 5 and a 2 plus 4. So 11. 11, okay. And that was at his head? That was right at his neck where he's dangling off for dear life there. Go ahead and do your other attack. <laughs> a 15 again. He's dead. Okay. So, yeah, you can describe how you killed him. Because this is the second attack that killed him, not the first. So, like I said, he slammed down on my shield. I blocked it. I 360'd around and connected to with his neck on the one side. And then the second time, I uppercut right up to the bottom of his chin. And boom. With your it. shield? No, no, no. This is with my maul. Right up to the chin. Knock his head off. Done. Yeah. And it explodes in this shower of uh, crystal and ice. And then as soon as his head leaves his body, his whole body explodes into that shower of ice. And then you're left in here in this courtyard just empty with this uh, door that Clyde was walking towards. and But now it's just like peaceful quiet. Is the door still up? Yeah, the door ahead of you all is still up. We're doing good on this orb. <laughs> yeah. How thick is this door? Uh, so you get up to the next door, and again, it looks much like the previous door. It's made out of ice, uh, but this time above the door, it says, For reals, stay out. Hello, everybody. It's your Dungeon Master, Adam DeWeese here. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of Half Forty Heroes. It really does mean the world to all of us. Also, I haven't said this enough, but I want to say thanks to uh, Sean and Barry and Johnny and Dustin for uh, being a part of the show and just uh, making it so fun to uh, play this every time we record an episode. I do want to apologize for like all of our voices in this episode. We were pretty much all sick. I was a day or two removed from having the flu at the time of recording this one. So that's why maybe uh, our voices sound a little uh, strange in this one. So I apologize. But we still had a blast. The editing was really fun, editing out a bunch of coughs and sniffles, so that was cool. But all that aside, do you like dice? If you're listening to a Dungeons & Dragons podcast, you probably like dice. And if so, you should head over to bit.ly slash halfway to dice, which is our affiliate link to Dice Envy. Uh, Head over there, grab a couple sets of dice, uh, help us out, help yourself out, get some cool dice, and help Dice Envy out. Uh, this week I want to point out the Numa Black set. It's a gorgeous set. It looks like a, like a starry night sky with these black lettering on it that works really well. Hey, if you want to sponsor the show, we have slots open up. You can head over to halfwaytoheroes.com slash sponsorships or just email us at oneshotonslot at gmail.com. Either way works. Uh, you can get a business message for as low as 30 bucks an episode. 
Actually, that's not the truth. Uh, you can actually get them cheaper than that if you get more than one. And you can also get a personal message for 20 bucks an episode. And all that money goes right back in the show, and you can uh, get whoever you want to read a message. We'll read a message for you in our mid-roll right here. Um, it works. Uh, you're listening to it right now. Other people also listen to it. Uh, it's a great way to help yourself out and help us out, um, because like I mentioned, all that money goes right back in the show for new mics and things like that. If you haven't yet, you should definitely join our Discord at bit.ly slash one-shot Discord. Uh, we hang out in there daily. All of the cast hangs out there. Uh, we have a lot of other super cool people that hang out in that uh, Discord and chat about just anything Dungeons & Dragons related, video games related. Uh, we play D&D by text. People just hang out and just talk about their day. And you can also uh, promote yourself in our channel too, so whatever you're working on. And last but not least for this mid-roll, uh, we will be at a Catacon this Friday and Saturday, November 8th and November 9th. Uh, we will be there all day, both days. All of us except for Sean. It is Sean's daughter's birthday weekend, so we will be missing him. But uh, the rest of us will be putting on a live show Saturday night at 6.30. Uh, last year we did a live show, and it was bonkers. It was a ton of fun, and I really hope to see some of you out there. Uh, badges are on sale for as low as like 25 bucks a day or 40 bucks for the whole weekend. It's in Dayton, Ohio. Um, we would love to uh, meet some of you and see you all there. So I'm going to let you all get right back to the episode. Thank you again for listening, and I will talk to you at the end of this episode. Bye, everybody. What else would acid melt ice? Maybe salt water. Would salt water melt ice? I think probably not because it's water. But it's salt water. Yeah, I don't know. I think snow is not a slug. Do you still have? Do you still have some oil left? Maybe we can pour it in like a bottle. Another quart. If you can make another quart, maybe we can make like a Molotov or something like that, like a bomb to throw at the door. Oh yeah, I I can use my alchemy jug twice a day or three times a day. I think it's once a day, man. We'll put it in a container and light it on fire, and we'll just chuck it at the door and just... What, chuck the whole alchemy jug? No, no, no. no. Put it into another container, the oil. (laughs) Okay. And put a rag in there like a Molotov. Do we have another container? I'm sure I got some kind of uh, container you could use, man. I'm sure you do. I I don't have to make a full quart. I can make a little... I'll empty this beard oil out of this container, man, and you can use that. What Ubo's probably got... An extra little container. So I'm going to make another quart of oil, and we're going to burn this fucking gate down. Can you make more? How many times can I use my alchemy jug per day? It's based on, like, how much you get out of or something. Because a quart is only 32 ounces. That's not a whole lot. I mean, I can make 12 gallons of acid. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. Two gallons of mayonnaise. I think since you already made one thing today, that would you make oil? Oil. Yeah, you would have to. You could only make more oil. I think. All right. Well, that's what we want to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna rip a shred of my my little garb off as the the Molotov igniter piece. Merlin has a little vial we can use. Oh, are you guys making a Molotov cocktail? We're, we're making oh, yeah. a Molotov cocktail for this door. So Google that, D&D Molotov cocktail. <laughs> okay. okay. Times two, because ours is like the stuff. All right. Uh, and then you, what? Who's going to like smash it against the door? Clyde. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, so you all back up and uh, Clyde smashes this Molotov cocktail against the door. Are you going to say anything before you smash it? fire oh. damage. Hold on. Hold on. There, there is a five E equipment Molotov cocktail. There is, and it does one d six fire damage. One d six fire damage. Okay, I can throw it thirty feet or one twenty feet with disadvantage. I mean, how far do you want to back up? I don't. Know. <laughs> I mean, just chuck it right at the door. <laughs> Let, let's back up to thirty feet. Okay. Yeah, and you uh, hurl it at this ice gate uh, 
that's like into this inner sanctum of this castle. And uh, it smashes against it, uh, erupts into this burst of flames and melts away this ice gate. As it does, you're left looking into like the flames are just kind of dying away at this moment with uh, most of the gate just melted from the center out. And you see uh, Uba, familiar sight. You see Vrux sitting on this big icy throne. Uh, he's still just in a loincloth, but like his skin looks this like pale blue color now instead of that vibrant green you remember him having. Oh, he's fucked up. And he looks at you all and says, uh, Help you? Yeah. Hey, it's Ubo. Hi, Ubo. What's up, man? You want to you give me a tutu? <laughs> <laughs> What doing here? Uh, just checking it out. We're here. We're here looking for an object. We understand you got an orb of ours. My orb. No, it's not Our your orb. Orb. Listen, Rick. It's very dangerous. That orb. Yeah, my orb, Ubo. It's super dangerous. Where did you get that from? Boat? Can I borrow it, Rux? No, my orb. Where'd you get it from? Boat. A boat. What do you mean a boat? Someone brought it to you? I stole it. Boat. You stole it off of this guy's ship, and I reach over, and I, I grab... Is Klug with us? Yeah, he's now caught up after you guys have fought that thing. I grab him by the cuff and just hold him up in the air. Like, you stole it from him? I uh, it's This is boat. Stole from the boat. It's probably your fucking boat, Klug. And I, I just chuck him. Kluke says, well, I don't have a boat. I put it on a boat to send it over here. I was trying to spread them out. I, st- I, I still don't understand the point of why you did that, but just fuck off. <laughs> Can I make some more oil? Uh, I don't think so. I think we've made... All right, I think we've tapped out. that out, yeah. How good is my aim? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know how good your aim is. <laughs> this is up to you, buddy. Depends how you roll, man. Uh, a second question. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys think about shooting the orb out of his hands? Oh, we Oof. can't destroy it. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know if it destroy it. Like a he, he doesn't look, guys. He doesn't sound. He doesn't sound very smart. Ubo, tell your friends, I got ears. Hey guys, he can hear you. He doesn't sound very smart. I think we can trick him to give us the orb. He might surprise you. I got an orb though. I'll flip you for it. Flip me what? <laughs> I flip. Me. I'll flip a coin for you. You seem like a gambling man. Yeah, can we buy the orb from you? Ubo, this orb is. Come on, just take a chance. I'll flip you for it. Look at my castle. I have a hundred gold here. And the next island over was selling orbs just like that for 90 gold. Then I'll cover your travel and the cost of getting another one. Uh, then why you want my orb? Because I'm already here. I want to get closer to him. Yeah, just, I'm distracting him. He says, Ubo, this is like the big fish, the white whale. <laughs> what we wanted. <laughs> How far am I from him at, at this point? You're getting pretty close to him. You're like 20 feet away. I'm going to scoot closer to him again. How, how high up is this throne? Is it like up in the air? Or is it just like in front of us? It goes up some steps, like 20 stairs. Is, up. It, is it on like a platform, the throne? Yeah. Why is this a big great whale for you? What do you want this orb for? I can make castles. You're ruining your jungle. How close am I now? Is <laughs> it still the same? Have you seen the jungles around you? You're ruining them with the snow. All the creatures are dying. Uh, but I'm not cold. All the plants are dying. How about this? Everything's dying. Riddle. Riddle for orb. You can't solve my riddles. Riddle for orb. Oh. <laughs> Go for it. I'm ready. Go for it. I, I'll, I'll take you up on that. Okay. Flappy Joe. I need to know what you know on that thrill. <laughs> Just listen. Listen, Flopper Joe. But if you don't get it, you give me a hundred gold. Deal. Sure, sure. Because I'm going to kill you anyways. <laughs> I, got ear- I got ears. I don't like that deal. 
I didn't say nothing. Uh, the deal is good. I'll give you 120 gold if I lose. Oh, 120 gold. Okay, okay, okay. Deal. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? All right. I'm ready. All right. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I fly when I am born. Lie when I'm alive. And run when I am dead. What am I? (laughs) Say it again. Somebody write this down. Yeah, say it in like regular. (laughs) I fly when I'm born. I heard that. Yeah, I fly when I am born. Yeah. (laughs) Lie when I'm alive. Why when I'm alive? Lie or like lie down or lie? Lie. Well, which lie? But I run when I'm dead. I run when I'm dead. Yeah. What was it? When I'm alive, what? I'm born. Born. Wait, I fly when I'm a born. (laughs) (laughs) When I'm born, I fly. (laughs) When I'm alive, I lay. And when I'm dead, I run. Yeah, close enough. Okay. Uh, Floppy Joe, you got any ideas? Oh, my God, no. No ideas. Don't. don't, don't, Never. Never. Never heard. Never heard this one. (laughs) No clues, Floppy Joe? Does Ultrax, does Floppy Joe got any clue? He's, he's in the dark. Ah. Man knows about <laughs> fucking 100-year-old illithid tech, but doesn't know a damn riddle. <laughs> oh, I think I'm about to get 120 gold. Hang on. A snowflake. Oh, you've, you've heard this one before. That's not fair. I bet he Googled it. <laughs> Did he get it? Did you Google it? <laughs> Okay, that's not fair. You heard that one before, so I'm gonna give you another one. Okay, all right. Uh, hands Google up, it. everybody. Everybody, hands up. Are you ready for a second one? Yes. Yeah, ready. Give us another one. You seized me, and yet I fled. You saw me flee, and you cannot hold me tight. You pressed me in your hand, and your fist is empty. What am I? Say again. I, say it again. When I when you seized me, I what? I fled. Water. When you see me, you cannot hold me tight. If you press me in your hand, then your fist is empty. What am I? Snow. Water. 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 Water or that air. That's pretty good. Water. Snowflake. <laughs> Snowflake again. God damn it. You all hear that one too? <laughs> it's a fucking snowflake. Give me the orb. We beat you. We beat you twice. The orb is all ours. These, all these answers are going to be snowflake. <laughs> How about one more just for the shits and giggles here? One, one more. One more. One more. Okay, one more for the poops and laughs. You can hang out with okay, us. One for more. the poops and laughs. One, one more. One more. One, well, more. one more. One more. White bird. It's a snowflake. Jim, let me finish. This one's definitely not a snowflake. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm a white bird. I'm featherless, and I fly out of paradise. Flying over sea and land, but I die in the hand. What am I? Snowflake? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I was just a penguin. <laughs> All right, I mean, I guess you guys won the orb fair and square. Ubo, I guess it couldn't go to a better turtle than you. Look, I just want you to know... You're helping save the world by giving us this orb. Hey, man, you want to get, get me a toot-toot? Yeah, I was going to ask him for a toot-toot. Everyone deserves a toot-toot for this. All right, I'll give you a toot-toot. I'll make you a deal, okay? Before we go, since we kind of fucked up your doors, why not, we'll let you build another snow castle for yourself with the orb before we take it. Yeah, but then it's just going to melt. I mean, you could put it in the shade so the sun doesn't hit it as much. <laughs> It'll last a little bit longer. I'm gonna sneak up. I'm gonna sneak up and give Merlin a toot toot. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I'm supposed to give the toot toots. He asked me for a toot toot. Don't give out my toot toots. How about how about we put it? We build an ice canopy in between the trees over the tower. You don't need to patronize me. It's okay. <laughs> Wait, can we use the uh, snow orb like he was using it? No, you have to attune to it, man. 
Oh yeah. That's why he's all blue. All right. So oh, can yeah, we just yeah. can we just have it now? I mean, yeah, you saw three of my feet riddles. I don't have any more riddles. <laughs> I want I want unarmed strike uh backhand him for five damage. Ow, why? <laughs> for uh for Dolmage. And then I backhand <laughs> Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> so who has the orb now? Uh, I think it was with all. Tra- I think you would hand it over to all tracks. All right. So I have this orb. So I just open up a little, little rucksack thing and put it in there. So Ubo, you wanna, do you wanna like hang out for all time? Yeah, you man. Go? Give me a toot toot. Oh, 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 yeah. I forgot. Here comes your toot toot. <laughs> Incoming. <laughs> I start wiggling my tail. Toot toot. There's a- Incoming. <laughs> toot toot, motherfucker. <laughs> Toot, motherfucker. Toot, toot. I feel bad, dude. This guy's like really nice. Should we like bring him back to the academy with us? Let's bring him. He's cool. Is he doing a rough toot, toot? (laughs) Hey, he's real sneaky and he's good at stealing stuff. So could come in handy. (laughs) Yeah, he does a real sneak, the sneakiest of toot, toots. It's like barely feel it. (laughs) Like, dude, Ubo, you didn't even, like, you saw him up on that throne and, like, all of a sudden now he's just booping you on the snoot and booping you on the butt. Like, you don't even know how he got down (laughs) off that throne so fast. (laughs) He's so cool. Like, let's just, let's just breathe. Hey, do you want to, do you want to come back with us? I mean, I I got nothing else to live for here now. (laughs) You took my snow. There's this really cool place. It's the academy oh, that we go to, that we went to. Wait a, a lot second. Of people there. Uh, Klug says, now hold on, hold on. Shut up, Klug. I mean, I'm going okay. to unarmed strike backhand Klug, too. <laughs> okay, never mind. I was going to say there's already a really cool goblin we got, but I guess there's room for another goblin in the team. If, if you're talking about yourself, you're fucking delirious because you ain't cool at all. Klug has to carry... <laughs> Rucks on his shoulders. <laughs> You're gonna carry him too now. This is my yep. This is my life now. Hey Rucks, why don't you give a uh, Klug a little toot toot while you're at it? Toot toot. And he does another really sneaky toot toot, but this one's a little bit more forceful. So can this guy be like whenever we whenever we bring him up if we see him in the future, just like. One of those guys that the scene changes, you look back and he's completely somewhere else. Like you never see him move. Uh, we got to remember we have Rooks with us now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You guys are never gonna remember. Yeah, that. I don't. I don't even want to leave him at the academy. I want him to be a part of our group. So he's just about, fucking cool. He just always follows us in the shadows. I like this. <laughs> I like this. Hey, uh, Clyde. You should probably call Headmaster Wake and let her know we got the fucking orb. And some some right. dude with us. <laughs> don't 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 tell her about Rux. That's our secret. <laughs> I won't. Master Wake, you wake. Master Wake, you wake. Yeah, Clyde. What the hell is that noise? <laughs> <laughs> we ran into some uh, indigenous people. <laughs> Uh, progress report. <laughs> From me or you? <laughs> From you, man. I told you. I did the checks at like 8.30. I already woke you up. <laughs> what am I supposed to be asking her? Just tell her Just tell her we got this orb. Yeah. That we're, that we're coming <laughs> back. Uh, we have the snow orb. <laughs> okay, well, just head, head back in. I've got a lead on the lightning orb. <laughs> Where's the lightning orb? And uh, Kluke says, guys, I can tell you where the lightning and the wind orb are. I've already, like, you guys never asked me, but I could just tell you. Hang on. Does Headmaster Wake still not know that Kluke took these? No. No. <laughs> and then uh, she says, uh, so it's up north. There's been some weird lightning. It's kind of along a path, so it's going to be kind of hard to pinpoint it. But I think if you follow the path, you'll be able to determine where it is <laughs> click says yeah i i put them both on the same caravan heading up to al's peak just so you guys know how far are we from al's peak bright bank where the academy is where you guys are like heading back to is at the southern point of the main continent on modras and then al's and then al's peak is all the way at the top uh and then click says yeah i 
I put both the orbs on a caravan heading up to Owl's Peak. So I don't know exactly where they're going to land, but it's a pretty big, you know, pretty big gap of I want to strike backhand him again. Oh, <laughs> man. And, uh, like, boop. all right, we're going to go for the lightning orb. Boop. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, just head back in. I still got to talk to you about Jurundu when you get back in. But, uh, uh, no. That's never going to get old. That's never going to get old, Clyde. Bye. No response. It's me, your Dungeon Master. I'm DeWeese yet again. I want to say thank you to all of our listeners, you all, and also a special thank you to all of our current patrons. So thank you, Rachel, a.k.a. Dragonbait, Tiana H., Ryan P., Jason Pravat, Danny T., Not Ironclaw, Sofa Kingdom, Jeremy Fair, Brittany D., Bradley M., Dwayne, my best bud from the Lawful Stupid Podcast, Uncle Scott Shane Saw. Brian Bridges, Jurundu, Undead Monkey, Danny M, The Nerd Asylum, Roland L, John Lorber, and Naomi Sweet. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. Every single dollar you all are giving us goes uh, just miles and miles for the show. I'm not getting from the $1 patron all the way to our max tier patrons. Thank you all from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, you are covering all of our hosting fees, the cost of our microphone upgrades, uh, which we still need to get a couple more for everybody. Um, all of our software licenses. There's a lot that goes into uh, hosting two podcasts, and uh, that Patreon page really does mean the world to us. If you want to get your name on this list, you can head over to patreon.com slash onesshotonslot. It is called that because it supports our other shows. Well, One Shot Onslaught, which if you haven't listened to yet, you should stop by and check it out. We play through one-shot modules, so you can drop in on any episode that has part one in the title. And if you support the show for as low as $1 a month, you get a lot of really cool bonus content. You get access to uh, some exclusive unreleased episodes. You get uh, to name NPCs. You get to play in Twitch streams with me every month. Uh, And then as you go up higher in the tiers, you get to make items for uh, characters in the games. You get to make NPCs. All the way up to being able to play in our podcast with us. So uh, go check that out. And also, uh, if you have not yet, uh, iTunes ratings and reviews uh, mean the world to us. So if you could drop one of those for us, if you've got an iPhone or an iPad or whatever. And uh, just telling a friend about us, telling one friend about this show is massive. Uh, The same goes for tweeting about the show or posting about the show on social media. It is huge for us. So it really does mean the world to us. And other than that, uh, I will let you get all right to the outtakes. Uh, There were some good ones in this one. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Next week is a one-shot onslaught episode, and we will be back on the 19th, I believe. November 19th. I will see you all there. One, two, three... That's fucking horrible. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. One, two, three. Three. Oh, that was even worse. <laughs> that was too worse. <laughs> that was, that okay. was even worse. It's fine. All right, one more time. How about one more time? As, as, soon okay. as, as soon as Adam says three, clap. One, right. two, three. All right. One, two, three. No, <laughs> no. What, you got, what is going on here? I was the only one that clapped when he said three. <laughs> Someone clapped at like Are one and a half. Are we clapping on three? On three. On three. Like okay. one, two, three. All right. One, two, three. All right. <laughs> no, that was that was t- I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do it. That was terrible. We're all, all lost. Right, we need to get our shit together. Here we go. Going on a trip in a favorite rocket ship. <laughs> Johnny, this is the fucking second or third time you've done that song <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hang on, hang on, wait a a minute Back up here, you you switched their voices No, 
Nope. That confused me too. It confused me. Nope. No, it's that's not. the mom voice. That's the mom voice. You switched them. That is the mom voice. This is, that the, is dad. the mom voice. Well, this, this is, is this missing big head's voice, but it's for the but dad. SWAT. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Why do you just say so, man? Oh, I thought he did. Oh, he okay, did say okay. so earlier, but it, I got confused uh, too because uh, it sounds thinking, yeah, I did. like the mom voice. Because yeah, I thought you. I thought you. Oh, the reason I did that I is that because this is the voice I did for the annoying dad voice. Yeah, exactly. And I was oh. trying to stall and not do a mom voice, but I ended up. Let's see earlier. Up. You're like, oh, your mom's favorite. You remember yeah. Ubo. Yeah, that was his mom talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you That's said his mom's favorite. Yeah, like saying like my favorite, but I don't know. Oh, oh okay. God damn it, guys. <laughs> damn it, guys. <laughs> damn it, guys. I'm having a touching moment with my son right now, with my turtle son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quitting. A Majestic Goose podcast. Honk. Honk.